This is exactly how the new world elite political masters, it's exactly how they know science. Follow the science. It's not a random, you know, oh, wow, who knew? What a cool phrase. It's not just like, well, they lucked up on that slogan of follow the science. I wonder why they say that and stuff. No. That slogan, (laughs) follow the science is code, man. It's code for, quote, our story answers all of your existential questions, unquote. Hello. Let's do it. Hello. 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 Hello, this is uh, why we're talking about rabbits. Yeah, that's right. That's aimed at folks like you maybe out there who, I don't know, much like Neo in the Matrix, you're just feeling like a little bit, I don't know, dislocated. I mean, he was in a pod. Like, he wasn't a, a battery source for, I don't know, a giant massive machine takeover of the world. Okay, maybe it's not that bad. Maybe you're just having a, I don't know, a day where you're wondering about heavy stuff. Well, come here. We'll do it lightly. We'll use theology, history, immersive moments in foreign cultures, which is kind of what our nonprofit does. And then we'll just make sense of this stuff in the world, this big media rabbit stuff that runs around and multiplies and confuses you. That's what we do on Why Are We Talking About Rabbits? Today, we look at narrative, we look at history, and we try to figure out this movie, right? La Nuit des Rats. La Nuit des Rats. Or The Night of Kings. An Ivorian movie from West Africa. On Wattar. So have you seen this movie? I saw it on a plane, which actually, it, that you saw an Ivorian movie on a domestic American flight. I mean, right now, raise your hand if you know where the Ivory Coast is. Okay, okay, you're one of the people who raised your hand. Now tell me two countries that border it. Don't look at a map. Yeah, you don't know. Let's just be honest. Cote d'Ivoire. Okay, if you do, you're probably not American. I'm picking on Americans. Not really. Ivory Coast, man. It's rare, but it's cool. I've been there. I saw this movie on a plane. I was kind of overwhelmed by it. It is um, jarring. It's about a prison, the Dengore prison in Ivory Coast, which is basically a jungle where the prisoners rule themselves. This is a real place, right? Right. Like, they do their own farming, and it, there's a guy that runs the place, right? He's he's the king of the prison. It's very interesting. I'll tell you more about it, but basically, I don't want to spoil it. But here's how E! Magazine, the E! Magazine Hollywood Insider, describes the action and the actions of the main character, right? a guy named Bakari who becomes the main storyteller. And basically, he gets named the Roman, the storyteller. And the storyteller is this brand new, whoever comes into the prison. uh, And basically, they tell a story in order to do the works of the leader of the prison. It's, It's complicated, but what you need to know is, just like in Arabian Nights, if you've seen Arabian Nights, right? Scheherazade, Scheherazade, the storyteller, the woman, 
She has to tell the story long enough and keep going so she doesn't die. It's the same setup in this Ivorian West African movie. And it's good. It's unique. It's odd. It's jarring. But I liked it. They also speak the language in the movie at times called Jula, which is also called Bambara in West Africa. And I could actually hear the Jula and it was kind of cool to hear that. Anyway, here's what Hollywood Insider, that's the dot-com, they also publish a magazine, I think they're pretty famous, says about the story at hand, right? It says about the movie. And remember, the story is this young prisoner has come into the prison and has to tell an all-night enthralling story for the head of the prison. He has to tell the story, it stands on a box and his life is in jeopardy, and he knows it, and he needs to tell a story. And here's what Hollywood Insider says about the movie. Quote, It's hard to really tell if some parts of the story were true, because Bakari, that's the main guy telling the story, includes some battles of sorcery and various magical elements that make you question how much was actually spun from his imagination alone. Unquote. So the reviewer is like, well, there's clearly magical parts that aren't real. But the real important message is, well, we'll get back to that. So in some ways, the only thing you need to know about, I don't know, New World historians and about how people of the New World understand history, the only thing you really have to know is that quote I just read you. Right? Real stuff for New World people listening to a story. Real stuff is the stuff that can actually happen in real time to real fleshy things like humans. History for us, New Worlders, is material events recalled as a memory, but that are also true because they happened, right, to real people and real rocks or something. Or like, right? You have to recall what actually happened to the material in the past. That's a new world, materialistic, atheistic storyteller. You're recalling something that happened like on a continuum to real material things. I keep saying real, that's important. Right? And because, though, memories are fallible, new world history people, well, they don't trust your memory. And so they go about checking human memory by, I don't know, finding things in the ground that would demonstrate memory accurateness or something. And that's called archaeology. So together, history and archaeology combine in the modern mind to do something like create the I told you so moment. See, I told you. I told you it was true. It's like finding Jesus' tomb. Oh, look. The Jesus story is true. This is how the new world understands history. Me telling you exactly what happened. In the fleshy reality called the material world. But that is not the way the old world understands 
history. And that's why this reviewer on Hollywood Insider does not understand the movie at all. Yeah. See, the movie, Night of Kings, with its storyteller, quote, making things up about a sorceress and a battle in the sky between wizards and elephants, that's what happened. The maker of that movie, an Ivorian, is actually, to the maker of the movie, and to the people who watch it in Ivory Coast, that person is a griot. And the griot in the old world is the person who delivers the truth. And here's the key. The truth about, you ready? This is the whole key. The truth about who you are. Not about what happened. The how? First he went up on a mountain. Then he went down the mountain. Then he went back up the mountain. The how is irrelevant. Irrelevant's not quite right. The how is something like no one cares. It's like why old folks in West Africa don't know how old they are. Like, how old are you? Fafa, how old are you? Uh, 130? You're like, wait, no. No, but when were you born? Back when the moon was red. No, no. Like, do you have a date? Fafa. Yeah, it was when the moon was red and my... My mother was ready to give birth. That's when I was born. <laughs> okay. Uh, you see, the truth is about who you are, not the how of your life. History in the old world is always revelation about personhood. And personhood is always about your people, the people from whom you come. Old world histories are always about telling you about who you are. And so some histories, now watch this, some stories aren't for some people. And the Hollywood Insider proves my point because by the end of the article, they've made many, many, many allusions to how this story was, you ready? About black bodies and equality. And how it was about the slave trade. And by the end of the article, you can see that the author is working overtime to turn that story into, you got it, his story. To make the movie into his story, which is perfectly natural. Because that is always what a story is doing. It's just that not all stories are for all people. Except for one story. Hey, on Watar, we have people who sponsor stuff every now and then. Would you like to be a sponsor? If you would, give us a ring. Give us an email. We'd love to get you on here. We're starting to get some... Attraction has occurred. JSJ Consulting. Oh, that's the three-member team of experienced teachers, actors, and, well, nonprofit people. Yeah. One South Asian, one white guy, one black guy. And we offer consulting on race and the old world, new world notions of identity. JSJ is dedicated to uniting Americans using customized seminars that take our clients beyond superficial conversations about race in the workplace. 
We engineer creative conversational space using humor, relevant, real-world experiences, music, history, and classical philosophy. What's the goal? Well, if your goal is to get white, black, brown, I don't know, yellow, red, all these weird, wacky, new world categories. If you want to get all those people to sit down, speak their minds together, and I don't know, share humanity, and you need to do it at your workplace, or heck, I don't care where, at your school, whatever, give us a call. Okay, you can check us out in the pod notes. You can find more information. You can email us at johnhears at firstthings.org. Let me know and check us out. Now, it is Holy Week. So, Uncle Seth, you're going to have to bear with me. And if you know Uncle Seth on this show, you know he's not exactly a believer in things. Magical, mystery, fun, that kind of stuff. He's a good old-fashioned 2022 modern-day rationalist. He doesn't like atheists because, you know, I don't know why. It sounds bad or something. Uncle Seth, turn away from the podcast at this point because you won't like what comes next. There is one story that is for all people, and that story is the story of Christ. Or at least, pay attention, this is important, that's what the griots, the storytellers of Christianity, are here to say. St. Paul, he's telling you that the story of Christ is for everyone. He means it. Like, he got killed because of it. St. John Chrysostom, St. Maximus the Confessor, St. Gregory, St. John of the Ladder, right? Just keep going. All these men and women who are telling the story of Christ, the entire story of it, right, is for every human being who ever lived. It's not for the man-ding, of Mali or the Jula of Ivory Coast only. It's not for the Dutch German tribesmen only, or the men the Mandarin of China only. It's not for the Americans of the American South only. Christ's story is the story of humanity. It's humanity's story. And that story ends in immortality for all of those who live in the story. And that's freaky. Because living in a story seems weird <laughs> for modern people. And living a story doesn't mean trying to be good. Don't hear that. I'm going to be good just like Jesus. No, you should. But it's not, it's not efforting out some ethics. No, the Christian griots tell a story, and their story is to live fully, is to enter the narrative and be a part of the divine history. And to enter the narrative is to enter the waters that run toward the eternal. Because it's like you got to get in the flow, man. It means participating, swimming in the narrative, in the liturgy, in the work of the people. It means participating in and being a part of the people who, right? Ready? Who work. 
and participate with God himself. It's freaky. But it's not freaky for old world folks. Muslims know Islam like this. Well, not exactly, but it's close. Old world Orthodox Jews. Yeah, that's how it works. At least they understand what I'm talking about. They might they don't do the Jesus thing. But the narrative is really essential. You have to live a certain way and enter. And here's the freaky cool part. Right? The postmodern twists. Twist of twists. Can't say it. The postmodern twist of twists, Andrew. This is exactly how the New World elite political masters, it's exactly how they know science. Follow the science. It's not a random, you know, oh, wow, who knew? What a cool phrase. It's not just like, well, they lucked up on that slogan of follow the science. I wonder why they say that and stuff. No. That slogan... (laughs) Follow the science is code, man. It's code for, quote, our story answers all of your existential questions, unquote. Would you like to know about science? It will answer all of your existential. If people are dying all around in a pandemic, some people anyway, let's say a few people are dying all around in a pandemic. And somebody says, oh, my God, what are we going to do? And I say, follow Jesus. Yeah, that's not really going to fly. But somehow, over and over again for years, they get, follow the science. Follow science, man. What? That's what people were told over and over. Our story answers all of your existential questions. Yeah. The New World Griots, they believe this shit. Utterly. They believe that their story is universal. And... They believe that if you believe in their story and you live it and you're a human, it'll be good for you and good for humans. And if you think I'm exaggerating just because I'm doing a podcast so that people will be interested in First Things Foundation, because we're always trying to go out there and do stuff and it costs money. If you think I'm just doing this, you aren't paying attention, man, in 2022. The ascendant griots, the new storytellers, and they are ascendant because we want to hear from them. Just just turn on a television. Just watch any commercial. The ascendant griots, these griots of the new world are telling a new story. And guess what? The story is replete with miracles. Millions saved by life-altering elixir. That's not an exaggeration. That's actually what was said over and over again. Millions, millions, hundreds of millions, billions were saved by a life-altering elixir. What about right in the middle of the pandemic? I've gone to space. I am a very wealthy man, and I've gone to space, and now I can see the new heaven, the horizon for mankind. What? This is like the ultimate miracle. What? You move stuff in a company and call it Amazon, and now you found heaven in a space machine? What? That doesn't sound like a miracle to you? A guy who learned how to move stuff around the globe, like 
a really good UPS guy, he's going to, he found heaven? Yeah, that's actually the story being told. You have to listen. These storytellers have taken over. And they've taken over from a white Protestant griot, okay? You might know him as Martin Luther or John Calvin. The late modern death rattle that is Protestant Reformation. Well, those storytellers are done. And here we go. There's a new, there's a new kid in town. I don't want to hear. It's the Eagles. I prefer reggae, but mm, slipped right into Glenn Rice. Glenn Rice? No, he played basketball. Anyway, look, someone is going to tell the story, and it's going to be about reality, because reality is always found in the narrative and is, in many ways, shaped by the narrative, by the storyteller. But while all stories shape reality for particular human beings, let me say that again, all stories shape reality for human beings. Not all stories align with reality. In other words, there are many realities and many narratives, but one truth. Mm -hmm. And that's the rub, isn't it? It's why Christ got killed. The truth part didn't set well with the storytellers of first century Jerusalem. And it will never sit well with any griot of any age. But if it's true, the truth part, the, the I am the way, that thing, well, all of our stories are variations on that one story, if it's true. But the key here is to hear variation as derivation. As derived from, but not identical to. Right? Every story is a variation. A type of derivation from the one story. Right? And that not identical part, right? The story I'm telling right now about truth I don't know if it's identical to the truth, but the not identical part, the space between my story and the truth, well, that's what the Orthodox East knows as death or sin. Or if you like, diabolos. Diabolos in Greek means to separate, to divide, to degrade, to fall apart. Death. You hear, or I hear, Diablo, or devil, Spanish word, Diablos, because it's all the same thing, man. Right? To die is to degrade, to divide, to separate. To be one with the truth is to live, to unify, to be whole. To be separated is to divide. Right? To be whole and unified. Right? is to live. Symbolos, the symbol, is unity. Diabolos is division. Right? So where my story, my narrative, is not in alignment with the truth, there I tell a story of division. I divide. And that is exactly what happens for most of us, almost all of us, all the time. 
right? In the movie La Nuit du Roi, The Night of Kings, in that movie, you're seeing a story about what it means to be an Ivorian. And I love the story. I could even hear them speaking that Jula, like I said. It was cool. And all the elements of the story, they resonate in all of us. I, I was going to say, sorry. And some of the elements of the story resonate in all of us. But as the maker of the movie tells us, this is a story for Ivorians first and foremost. And yet we, all of us, can access the story, at least for a moment, and in it for a moment, no matter who it's for, we can see in it some beauty, if at some point the story told by that storyteller is in alignment with the one story. You see, we can see beauty in every story if the story being told, the movie being made is accessing, or better put, moving along the path of the great story, if only for a second. Human beings will recognize the beauty when the story you're telling is coherent and relevant and a part of the big story. It's about alignment. When our story aligns with the great story, that's where love meets truth. It's freaking crazy to think about it. But for that one moment, we live in heaven. Heaven is where truth meets love, where reality is as it truly is. And sometimes our stories are in there. That's why I love Dostoevsky. He's in there a lot. Some of us live in there a lot, a lot, a lot. Others, like myself, eh, we scared around. Oh, I'm on it. Oh, I'm out. I don't know. I'm just telling you, the old world way of telling a story, it's not about the how. It's about the why. And most of the time, it's about who you are. Antos, your reality. Every story is meant to remind you, to teach you, to show you who you truly, truly are. Not all of them do this equally well. And that leads us to this. Shenny's Gagi Marjos. That means to you the victory. It's often said at the KB table in Georgia, which is a storytelling event. 16 themes of life told by the Tamada. Anyway, come along for that. You can find us at a restaurant. I've already talked about that. So much, but you got to come. Greenville, South Carolina. Make it a pilgrimage. Watar is produced by Andrew Schwark, Daniel Paternos, two badass guys. Our pod is brought to you by the creators of First Things Foundation, and we are a nonprofit that sends people to do little things lovely. Small project developments are a thing with local change makers. They say what they need, they identify the problems, they identify a potential fix. We consult assist and connect them to resources i'm talking about way out there and like out there in the sticks share watch out with friends hit us up with solid reviews on itunes and everywhere you get your podcast your love for us allows us to love others peace out and have a blessed wonderful week of holiness <laughs>